Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, here we are, Friday evening. Try all you want with my uh, infamous co-host, <laughs> Mr. Daniel. What the hell's your last name? Rise to T. Tyson Reason. Yeah, that's it. You got it first guy. time there. <laughs> what is that name? What is that? Where is that? What's it's on? actually German, apparently. Is it? Yeah, Originally, right. yeah, fifteenth century German Ooh, name. Fifteenth century. Check you out. Have you, have you traced your traced your ancestry back? No, but I would imagine that I well as well as German. I mean, I've got a big German family now. Three generations of Germans. Um, I would imagine if I go back five hundred years, there'll be some Moors in there. There'll be some Jewish people in there. It'll be a real mixture. Uh, so I you're think. a mutt. Is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you pursue that uh, line of thought. Yeah, well, you know, just, we're all six degrees of separation, isn't it? We're all related. Did you ever just, trace your your family line? I've never. Re- well, I've I've got a family tree back here somewhere that my uh, one of my aunts made for me. Uh, it goes back quite a little, quite a ways. Um, which is quite interesting to see it and what parts of the states that, uh, you know, we kind of, you know, ended up being. So we've got a big contingent in sort of North Carolina, uh, which of course... Where's that a, geographically? Uh, uh, it's in the south, the east coast south. So it was a big sort of slave area. Um, and then we've got a big, another part of the family out in Chicago kind of area, which I suspect will probably be guys that... Um, you know, escape from the whole sort of, um, you know, that whole sort of Mason-Dixon area space <laughs> and headed out west, got to Chicago. Um, so that's that's where the... And then they're my parents and, uh, well, my mom's parents um, and my dad's, I guess, as well, sort of congregated up into New Jersey, so kind of the north kind of part. So we got North Carolina, then we got a contingent that's in the New Jersey kind of area, um, and then some out in Chicago seems to be where we've um where we ended up. Yeah. But then I looked on here on England. So I looked up low and to see, you know, okay, so if we were, you know, owned by some slave slave traders, slave owners uh, and we've taken their name, so I looked up low, and apparently, because, um, you know, the ships used to go out of, what, Bristol and sort of Manchester kind of area, port that way, and so there was, and there's a heavy contingent of lows in the sort of Manchester area, so you can imagine we kind of, the f- whoever owned us came out of that sort of space, headed over to the New World, and and there you have it. So where are we at in Africa? I have no idea. Um, some guys I met out in Malaysia, some dudes in the jungle, they took a a stab at it. Um, and they said something like Cameroon or somewhere like that from there. Hey, when you were out in Malaysia, this was with the army, yeah? No, no, no. This was me being an adventurer. Okay. Were you wearing khaki by any chance when you were out there? Khaki. Yeah. Cocky. Like what the hell is that? Is that a posh way of khaki, saying khaki? Khaki. 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 Were you wearing were you wearing whatever khaki. that is? No, I wasn't wearing, you wearing khaki. khaki? Oh. Because I've always I like the idea, and I've said this elsewhere before, 
of being in a hot country wearing a khaki coloured shirt and just seeing how big my sweat patch would be. I'd be curious to know how much of a sweater I am. You know, when you see those war films and the guys just sweating. Yeah, they got this big patch in there to the back yeah, or in there to the arms. I bet you're a real sweater. I bet um, you're a big, big sweater. No, not 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 particularly. I mean, I do well in the in the heat. Uh, it works for me. I'm a you know I'm a jungle boy, man. Um, so I I enjoyed myself out in the jungle. Crazy old place, the jungle. Um, in terms of the noise, and it's like every you know, depending on the time of day, you'll have a different set of noises. So the creatures, you know, they it's get, like South London, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> so the noises just change throughout the night, which was just amazing that it was never quiet in the jungle. It was just, um, yeah, it was a noisy, noisy place. And I added to it with all my snoring as well. So my teammates were like, what the hell's going on? So I, I contributed to the noise. I think I might have scared some of the um, animals in the jungle. They thought, what the hell kind of new animal is this? Making that kind of noise. I'd be terrified. <laughs> I would not be comfortable being in the jungle. No, uh, I'm, well, not, I'm not comfortable going south of the equator. I've seen too many Tarzan films. I think I don't like the idea of going to countries where the wildlife is just walking around freely. You know, yeah. elephants, big well, cats. See, I don't, I don't mind animals. I always have a thing for bug, you know, like spiders or scorpions or stuff that can kill you. That's an insect because I think it's it's a dumb creature. So it. Yeah, it is. So at least the animal is calculating some stuff, and and you know they, unless you know if they're not unless they're hungry, and they're not coming after you. They're trying to avoid people. Whereas you know, just a spider, you just might walk upon it, and it just bites you and kills you. Or, and I had I remember on I was out on uh, maneuvers, and I got bit by something a spider. It had to be a spider, but my hole of my hand started swelling up. They started freaking out. So I had to like take off my rings and all that kind of stuff. And the hand was getting huge and they were getting ready to evac me out. Um, but luckily it's sort of stabilized. But, you know, it's that kind of thing. And let me tell you now, you picture this. So listeners, picture, picture this. Here I am, you know, big old American infantryman, got my M16 on, fully kitted up, you know, you know, the whole nine, you know, uh, and I'm walking through the woods and I come across, and I looked it up later on, it's cow ant. It's a huge thing. It's about the size of a flipping iPhone and it's orange. And I was like, you know what, man, this is your woods. I went around this ant. I gave way to an ant and I'm not afraid to, to say it because it was just humongous. It was terrifying looking. I was like, you know, especially if it had some friends, I was thinking this could turn out bad for me if I get near it. And it calls its boys and they all start coming out of the woodwork because, you know, it's going to be curtains for me. <laughs> so, you know. I made the mistake. I don't know how I got there. I made the mistake of committing to watching it. It was a two minute video the other night of a hornet placed in a glass tank being eaten by a toad, and uh, it was grim. Oh, it was nice. Grim. A hornet being yeah. eaten by a toad. Yeah, and there was no purchase on the glass tank for the hornet, so it was gradually slipping, and it wasn't a... It wasn't a quick process, you know. It was quite agonising. And I, and then because I'd watched that, YouTube thought, oh, this guy's into this kind of Animal Kingdom stuff, which I'm not. And it started recommending various other videos. And there was one of some gazelle, you know, it was a lynch mob of crocodiles uh, in the water. And you just think, no. 
My so favorite... That's why I can't go to these countries. I couldn't yeah. even go on a safari. No, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm okay. Like I said, I'm okay with the animals. It's the flipping, uh, it's the damn creepy crawly things, and and you know, going to sleep and them deciding that you know you're a warm source of warmth, so they'll come, you know, get in your shoes or crawl up next to you or. You know, all kinds of things. I remember when we got to the jungle, they were showing us all the things, you know, not to touch. They were like, if you're falling, don't just go grabbing any old tree. And then they proceeded to show us all the, you know, different trees that have, you know, these huge spikes in them that will just rip your hand off if you, you know, if you grabbed it out of just panic of, of falling and the like. And there's just so many things that can rough you up so in the how, jungle. How are you meant to fall? How are you trained to fall? Well, you kind of do the fall and tuck and roll like pretty much don't fight the fall most people try and fight the fall don't you so you want to put your arms out and or grab something um thinking that you know that'll help break your fall but all you end up doing is breaking the wrist and or grabbing something that you don't want to grab so but you know you forget that your shoulders and that side of your your lats are quite meaty parts of your body so it's just protect the head tuck and roll man you know that's all that's all you got to do do you know that time that was the, that was the last time that I lost my cool, cool. I don't get angry. I thought, it, very I, thought much. It, I thought you lost your cool in some uh, pizza place with the hat man. No, that was that was just hangry, and that was just I was just annoyed then. But I lost like the reason I don't get like to get angry a lot is because I I'm one of these uh, I guess you know what you were maybe I read about like a berserker I think I'm a berserker as I literally see red when I get to the stage but we were doing this five-day adventure race and um we were I had a teammate that just wasn't performing and I was I was I just was mad at him and I was mad on this particular leg of the race that we did and when I got back to camp and poor girl she came up to me just to take my race number and that just set me off. And now we're in the jungle now. Think how important water is for you in the jungle. And there was this big pallet of water, you know, like the water bottle, water, your know, Evian, whatever. And I did the Incredible Hulk on a huge pallet of water. Like I kicked, smashed through all the bottles, just crushed all these bottles of, of water. That took my that, anger that, out. <laughs> that reminds me, McEnroe Australian Open, early 1990, his yeah. big last flip, and it made the news, <laughs> and his career by then was in decline, but he'd saved his most spectacular on-court meltdown for the end. That was me, man. I had my most spectacular in the jungle meltdown. <laughs> I'd love to have been that guy, and as you know, the last week I've been heavily into the kids from fame music. And you I wanted to be the guy that made me angry. Time, but he'd saved his most spectacular. Oh, you wanted and, to be. Uh, oh, you're, test- you're doing a sound check there. Maybe you could have put that in the chat. I just heard my voice <laughs> coming through. Yeah. Um, it was an episode of Fame early on. Leroy, or it might have been the film. He, he, I think he has some issue in the classroom, and he, he's told to leave, and he goes into another room and absolutely goes berserk and smashes it up. I would love to have had that anger in me. <laughs> you know, I think me, it's man. very masculine to just smash up a room. I'd love to be that guy. No, you don't want it. It's ugly, man. No, I- no, I do. I do. I'd just like to do it once, you know, and I'm sure that there would be women who would be <laughs> attracted to that. Uh, but see, because the, the danger is, I mean, I had to smash up the bottles. Otherwise, it would have been a person that I was smashing up. So it was lucky that those pallets were there. Otherwise... It would have just as easily been another person. Um, But no doubt, no doubt by then what we would have had, had that happened, you would have launched your own prison 
prison radio station and you would have been fronting every single prison show. I would have been like that. Who's the dude? Um, is it Mumia? Mumia? He's always on uh, Immortal Techniques albums and the stuff, at least on his one of the, I think maybe the third album he kind of features on quite a bit. But he's been in prison like forever for a crime that is still to the day uh, disputes happen. But he does a lot of writings, written a few books now. Um, well, he appears on this rap uh, album. So seems to be do doing his takes? Does, does he do his takes in prison? I must do. I, I'm assuming he, he does. I'm assuming he just uh, does his thing from prison and they mix it all up, you know? Hey, I remember seeing... It was a well-known series. It was like a cult show. I think it used to be on BBC Two, and it was just about American inmates. And it's we're maybe going about oh, we're going back about ten years, and there was one guy in a tiny cell, and he was just absolutely ripped. And they filmed him and his exercises in this tiny room, and the way he was incorporating the toilet bowl into his exercises was just incredible. That guy did not need a gym. Let yeah. me tell you that that guy did not need a gym. It was just genius the way he, the way he worked out what he could do in that small space. And it's like Jerry Seinfeld once said, I'm paraphrasing here, but it just makes no sense to put these dangerous guys in prison and then give them access to things that make them even bigger. <laughs> it just <laughs> makes no sense. Some of it. these guys in prison with their bills are just it's just ridiculous. I've got a book called uh, Convict convict workout or something like that but it's written by an ex-con and and he gives his routine that he used in in prison so that you can you know work out without needing weights or you know equipment basically it's mostly body body weight type stuff and but pretty cool it's just neat neat stuff a lot of good things you can do just uh from the whole sort of body weight aspect but yeah so we got some uh, listeners there uh miss mendoza says hi yeah gentlemen. she's she's we've got a we've got a song for her tonight that uh, was meant to go out last week i sent it to you in the um in the whatsapp that's yeah. uh monica she's she's from your neck of the woods she's now in london for a couple of weeks my neck of the woods as in new jersey or my neck of the woods as in well, just just, a, just just that continent i'm just generalizing uh, okay. we don't need to break the states down just the states because you she's told me she was states. in la so my neck of the woods yeah, she's is in LA. east coast it's, so yeah. she would be it would be, that's like that's east coast west coast rap you should know better than yeah, yeah. So uh, she's in the rough part. I think she's in the rough part of LA. <laughs> I'm on the East Coast, dude. Come on. She's um, so she's got her song request. She's staying with her niece Alexis, and um, Alexis said I sound like a Cockney, apparently. Which, if I wasn't so tired, I would have taken as an insult. But what can you do? What I think when I'm do? stressed, my my you know my my South London thing comes out. But it's you know not a Cockney. Come on. But you, you're. Always stressed, dude. I don't know if I've ever I am, seen you. I am you always relax. stressed. I am. I am an unsuccessful version of you. But you know, you gave me a little lecture last week, which I deserved. I've come here. Oh, because you to came be in as a grump, didn't you? You came in all yeah. grumpy. You know, this is why I shouldn't do a music show. Uh, I shouldn't do a music show because, no. especially if the Beatles are played, it just sends me off on one. But you know, today I'm going to be calm. You're going to be calm. Gonna be calm. You're going to yeah. be calm. Find your inner. You got to find your inner music lover, man, and appreciate all music for what it what it is, which moves the soul. Yes, because you did get, when I was threatening to play the Eagles, you got visibly 
Like, I thought she was going to walk off the set. I thought she was going to, you know, call my agent and just go storm off and lock yourself in the yeah. toilet. And then I was going to have to come down to London and talk you out of the... I don't know if you remember if you if you've uh, if you're a regular watcher or were back in the day of Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David. There's an episode which I think every guy will relate to. He's going to the doctors for an appointment that's specific to his groin area, and before having a doctor check his parts, he exhausts the area by self-abusing because he doesn't want to. You know, he doesn't want to be reacting down there Uh to any touch, uh, which is very clever. So what I'm doing now, I did it last week, but it didn't work. I tried to exhaust the grumps. I went out for a run just before the show. That's what I'm doing. I see. I got you. So you can come back full of your endorphins or your runner's high and use that to get Mm. you through. You got to, or you don't see, you don't drink. Maybe do you smoke any weed? No. No weed, no alcohol. Do you do mushrooms? You know what really disappoints me about my, my run? That... There's a, there's an estate nearby that's been under threat from the borough for for a few years now, and I I used to support them because yeah. I think it's just an absolute disgrace by the council that they want to knock this down, and um, these people will need to be rehoused elsewhere when this you know they're part of the community. But what really disappoints me about South London is every time I know I'm running through an estate or past an estate on the periphery of the park, I know I'm going to run into that smell of weed, and it's mm. just always the case without fail I can you run that way that so you get a get a little bit of, of, of a, a boost i was in the cafe today and it was really packed outside and it was you know passive smoking it was like to being back in 2007 it was yeah. really strange See, I, never, I, I hated that that was one thing i didn't yeah. like. i don't mind people smoking you know on their own time mm. but i don't really want to be sucking in other people's smoke and coming home smelling like i've been smoking Cigarettes hey, when we night. when we got the um, the smoking ban here in two thousand and seven, which that for was me happy. was so transformative, yeah, um, it had been introduced in Spain two years earlier. But what I didn't understand, I went to Spain in two thousand and five, and I'm walking around, and every time I was in a bar or a cafe, people were still smoking. I didn't un- understand that, but apparently, it was a regional choice. So even though the national government said, "Okay, we're bringing in the smoking ban." It was actually down to the regional governments, and they were all kind of flicking the finger. Yeah, it sounds like smoking. us in our and uh, our speed limit in the states. We were kind of like that with the states. So, is is what what did you say your friend's name was again? Uh, Monica. Monica. Monica Mendoza. Monica Mendoza. It's really loud. Really from, loud. From American. America, not a not yeah. a English person that's gone over to America, no, but yeah, no, okay. states proper loud. Sense, nice. You know, you wouldn't want to get a voice note from her. Well, no, I do. Morning, I want to get it. Can we see? Can we get her to call in? I don't. You're the you're the uh, tech wizard. No, I can get her to call. I'm just wondering if she'd be up for calling stick, because I stick love, it in the stick it in the chat. I love listening. You know, hearing some of my 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 country folk. You know. Because I have yeah, to listen to you that, guys all maybe, the time. Maybe when, oh, look, we've got six people in the chat now. Yeah. Well, six people on Mixcloud. I'll put, put the number, two, I'll put the number on, the, on the screen and then and then if, um, she's listening. So, and if you're going to call in, just put in the chat that you're going to call in and I'll, I'll hook the phone up to the mixer and you can call in and have a little You talk, might need to talk. knock the levels down, Clay, because she is very, very loud. That's no, her she, default she, setting. It's her default. Seriously. No, it's she, good. She, she, she good. can't talk quietly. Ah, that's what I'm talking about, man. I remember when uh, when Ruth and the kids met, or well, when Ruth particularly met my family for the first time, 
uh, in the New Jersey, and they are so loud, dude. Uh, it fright, I think it was frightening. <laughs> it was, and definitely when I met the, the kids, met them grandparents and aunts and stuff. And my family always seemed like they're fighting. That's how loud it is. It's like everybody's screaming. Yeah. But it's just that it's just the volume that they. Uh, I'm, I'm really loud in Spanish when I'm with my aunt and my Are uncle. I'm, yeah. I'm really, really loud. Nice. Yeah. I like it. That's how it hey, we've be, had. Man. I think this guy. This guy must be one of your mates on Twitter. He's given us a few retweets. Dash. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Thank Dash you for is those good. if you're listening. I'll, uh, I haven't been on Twitter just yet, but I'll go on in this next song as we're coming into it. And the song I'm going to play now has been hanging around since probably, what are we on, show number 23 now? It's probably been hanging around since like number 10 or somewhere like that. And every time we get close to playing it, and then we run out of time. So I put it at the very top of the list today so I can finally get it played and I can get, and by the way, it is no longer April, it is May. So you are due to either rename the thing or make a new one. So anyway, this is uh, Basement Decks. Always be there. All right. Basement Jacks. Always be there. Now that sounds like a song that we would play on Tuesday in a musical calm show or a digital yeah. calm show. Good song, late 90s. Reminds me, I don't know if these guys were still around when, I I don't mean the band, when you came to this country about 20 years ago. This song came in around the time I was starting to, very reluctantly, it should be said, enter the job market and uh, working in the public sector. And it was the time when maybe the last of those old school civil servant dinosaurs were around. And I had a boss who was Oxbridge, in his 60s, hadn't yet retired, and he would call everyone Mr. So it'd be Mr. Ruiz, and he'd be <laughs> sat maybe about five metres away, and he would make me walk over to his desk to pick up paperwork to bring to my entry. I like and the it. instructions, it was always Mr. Ruiz, and I would have to call him Mr. Ebsworth. And I think we should go back to that. I think we should go back oh, to the Mr. You know, Mr. Lowe, Mr. Ruiz. <laughs> it was so formal. And there was, a, there was another guy working with me who was actually a... Uh, a budding singer who I thought I might have told this story on here before. Um, his name was Trevor, but I thought he was American because for the first six months we worked together, he was always speaking in a very convincing American accent until it turned out he was from Lewisham. And I said to him, but you sound American. He said, no, I, I talk like this because the chicks love it. Remember, this is the late 90s, uh, about nice. 20 years before the Me Too era. But he would be sat, he'd be on a blind spot. So the boss couldn't see him but when the boss would call me Mr Ruiz I would see this Trevor guy just creasing up because it was ridiculous we were so young and this guy was so old school and we we just couldn't deal with this formality I like it, it I awful. think we need to bring it back I mean uh, well, in the military we always call each other we never use our first names really um, that much um, and so but when I came when I converted to the sort of civilian bit, then I remember my uh, first sort of mentor was like, ah, I drop all that last name stuff. And it was become, you know, Bill and Jake and whatever. But uh, I think we should bring back the mister. I'm going to start calling you Mr. Ruiz from now on. <laughs> hey, guess who's back? Have you seen who's back? Your I've seen back. the hat man is back. Hat man, you've been missing. You've been missing in action. We were getting ready to get the special forces out to come and look you up, see if you, because I was imagining 
a situation like in that uh, Stephen King story in the film as well, where the lady captures uh, the writer and she breaks both of his legs and she has him uh, locked up in a room. So I was imagining one of these hundreds of uh, pandemic dating girls who you've been messing around with. Um, you know, took you hostage well, somewhere. You, you you did tell me to check the clinics as well. Right? Yeah, to yeah. See if that man had gone down with something. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, Monica says she, ha- she has her hands full at the moment, so she can't call in. She has her hands full with the little man. But I've got everything set up, so if later <laughs> on... you just got back to you. <laughs> Sorry? That man has just got oh. back to you on the chat. Apparently, he says you don't know how true that nearly was. <laughs> I can imagine, man. Because we we just thought Hatman had gone big time, didn't we? With a, with a calendar, with these semi nude calendars on the back of doing eight podcast shows. Yeah, we thought it was, it was something. We thought, you know, was it just you know stardom go to his head because he's got this podcast, he's got the paparazzi out after him, and then he's making these sexy calendars and. Yeah, so we just thought, yeah, what the hell? So just because you disappeared off of off of the world, I hadn't seen you online. You weren't on the show. It was like none of it. Man flu. Okay, so he was just he was just just doing the man flu thing. I guess all right. I can. Well, I can say I can buy that, but you can always listen to try all you want. Okay, so it doesn't take any energy to turn on your mixed cloud and listen man and just type emojis in you don't have to think you know what i mean see just like that a little smiley emoji that's all we need we just need to know that you're there or we need some kind of code whether we need to come and rescue you or not clay had you banked for all this uh stuff that we're doing you know under under the umbrella of the wisdom um wisdom experience radio had you banked on having a breakout star like the hat man is there a contingency plan in case someone breaks out does a let's say a david caruso where he just becomes a massive breakout star or i suppose the original breakout star was henry winkler in as the fonz in happy days you know just uh you know way down the cast list in the first series of happy days and by the second series he's second in the credits had you banked on someone like the hat man becoming this big this early on because if he leaves you've got a problem well i don't know i don't know i had i actually i didn't think about that so uh maybe i have to who knows but you know me you know how i am i can replace you just step in you just do another show exactly i just come up with a new show just a new thing you know mr trussell um (laughs) he knows he knows better (laughs) says mr trussell i'll just you know I got a thousand been, other been, Mr. Trussells lined up to do a show. You've been busy this week. You've done a, you've done quite a few shows, haven't you? Was Digital Calm out late as well? No, was no. It a late one this week. Was it on a Tuesday? Because I saw yeah. it released yesterday. Yeah, no, it was on, on the, Cloud. It was uh, it was on Tuesday, but I, you know, because I have so many shows to edit, I don't always get around to getting them the very next day to put them up in terms of the replay. So yes, no, we did it Tuesday. Um, and then it's set in the queue for a bit, and I finally got around to being able to do it. So, yeah, it's been a big week for uh, broadcasting for me, or um, social radio is what I'm calling it now, hashtag social radio. So hashtag stuff with that, people, if you're tweeting about the show at all. Um, so, yeah, is big that thing. a big hashtag, or you're pioneering that? I'm pioneering it, man. This is what this right. is, what this is because because it's not podcasting uh, as such. It's not radio radio it's internet radio so um i am pioneering 
hashtag social radio is uh, that's that's my thing. So that's what I'm, I'm slapping that on everywhere. So everyone, social radio. Um, and I forgot where I was going. But yes, Digital Calm Tuesday was good. Um, I did a few lunchtime-ish type things. And then yesterday was just the absolute marathon because I did five hours straight from like 12 to 5. Had a short little break to have some tea, and then I was back on again to do my long grey line series with uh, See, I, I had Army a little boys. short break to have some tea. Some tea. Had some tea. <laughs> and my boys were giving me shit too, saying that I sound English, but that's just not that's not true. It can't be. You know, the, the more time I spend with you, the more American you sound. But I've Good. had to I've had to spend twenty three, twenty four weeks with you now for the American to come through no i'm good good because they were saying that i sounded english and i was like come on please man don't insult me don't do that i had a, and, I had a friend say to me that you sounded like david kidd jensen who was this very cheesy transatlantic radio dj cheesy You're still around cheesy, yeah, cheesy. cheesy. You've, got that trans, you've got that transatlantic <laughs> accent god damn and sound check out there by the way folks how's this sound this evening someone uh, uh give us a little bit of a um thumbs up in the chat if the sound is just right just how you like it <laughs> yeah so i don't um no cheesy as, as someone who recently had a prostate check that that thumbs up reference made me shudder there we had a what what did you have a prostate check oh did you see a while back Dude, you know the thumbs oh, up man. reference i, I don't, oh, yeah, I don't know no i don't i hate that yeah oh yeah. and and i remember some, i can see it from your face oh, i can well, see it from your no, face because i remember i remember in my last unit there was this one doctor that no who seemed to enjoy it mm. right army doctor and so none of us would want to go and have our exam if it was going to be on a day that he was in cuz one, we knew that he'd looked at loads of porn when we were, we were deployed. He used to have foot lockers worth of his junk and we're out in the field. And then he was a big dude and he just relished putting that glove on. And no, it was like, dude, you, you, you having way too much fun doing this check. Um, so always avoided him. <laughs> so I can feel Do you. Your- remember the story? Uh, I won't mention her name but i think anyone who's maybe into rock music might have heard the story of a very very well-known singer who had a problem with coke but to protect her vocal cords she used to get a groupie to blow it up her rectum i think through a straw i i mean that is pioneering isn't it i don't know who comes up with that idea originally how how do you come up with something like that and and be so sure that that is going to protect your vocal cords and also if you're the roadie I don't understand if someone says that to you. Why why you do it? Why are you doing it? Do you love your job that much? Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. do that for you. <laughs> I might put that in the contract, you know, for you and the hat man. Yeah. <laughs> hat man says he loves the glove. I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't like to be stood behind your massive quads with a straw. <laughs> you know, that would... That's crazy, man. But there is some weird some weird stuff going on. It's just weird. Have we been on the planet long enough as people to come up with stuff like, like that? I guess we have. Uh, we have, man. And and I think I was thinking this week about um how do you, how do you avoid um, being there's no how do you avoid being on the treadmill? You know, people talk about the hamster wheel, right? You know, you get mm-hmm. up and it's the same day, you know, doing the same thing, but everything eventually becomes a hamster wheel. So, how do you avoid 
the hamster wheel whenever you do. So even if you, you know, you know, I don't know, just say you, you know, you had sex every day, eventually that would become its own hamster wheel. Or if you had a... Have what? Have what every day? What, sex. Oh, okay. Or, and, or, and if you had like uh, different partners every day, that would eventually become its own hamster wheel. So everything becomes a hamster wheel after a while if you're doing it. You know, it's, well, it becomes a routine. So how do you avoid that? Do you just have to change routine all the time? But even changing routine all the time becomes routine. So how do you avoid the hamster wheel? That's my question. But also uh, on the sex thing every day, Julio Iglesias, the cheesy Spanish crooner, this goes back, he was still claiming this in the noughties. He claimed that he'd been having sex every day since 1979. And I think you get yourself into a situation where... There might have been days as soon as the early 80s where he didn't feel in the mood, but he suddenly got it into his head. He wanted to maintain this specific run of intercourse. And every day for like 20, 25 years, he was still going ahead with it to keep up this weird record in his head. It was just a very strange thing. That is a strange thing. Was it with the same person? No, I doubt it. Not not him. him. He's one of those guys who just... Put it about. He was a hat man. <laughs> you know, yeah. Love the glove. Love the glove. That's a great, uh, that's a potential T-shirt there, isn't it? I like it. So we, can we sell, sell some merch? I'm writing that down, man. That's going on. I that's, think we should. Yeah. You probably have to give a uh, hat man a cut though, won't you? Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, we're, he's, he's part of the crew, you know. We have to mm. give the hat man um, some credit. We make I, some... Think, I think, here's an idea though, right? Because you have been worried about the hat man, you've been genuinely worried. You put out you put out that tweet during the week. I think hat man maybe could send you some coded messages when he's taking selfies on Instagram. Say, you know, some pictures have a wide brim. The hat has a wide brim. Some have a very narrow brim. Mm. Perhaps he can establish with you some brim type code so that you will know if the if there's not much of a brim to the hat you'll know that the hat man's having problems and you can contact him you know yeah. so there's none of this concern of you you know that you've had yeah no like yeah like if he wears a baseball cap or something just tilt it to one side or yeah. wear it somewhere no i can't, oh, I can't see hat man wearing a baseball cap you know what? Come to think of it, have I seen the Hat Man in a baseball cap? I don't think I have. I'm, I'm not, but I'm sure he must have a baseball cap. You gotta have it. You can't be into hats and not have a baseball cap. Come on, you can't call yourself a Hat Man if you don't have any baseball caps. That's how I see it, anyway. No, no, yeah. Come on, Hat Man, fess up. Get, get in fact, go put on a baseball cap now. Take a picture and post it on Instagram or Twitter. So we can see you in a baseball cap. Put it on Twitter because then I can see it uh, and tweet it around. Yeah. How did your uh, geocache thing go last week? We we are moving out to June because your weather sucks here in the UK, man. I mean, Mm. yes, we could go out in the rain, but it's just been the miserable uh, beginning of May. Uh, So we're pushing out to June, and we don't have a challenge for May, so. Well, I think the challenge might be lock, lockdown four looks like it might be on the way. Oh, don't say that because I did see earlier mm. um, that there are things going back up. Is that right? So are they talking? Yeah. They're not talking lockdown four, are they? Please don't say that. Uh, one of my last roles was with a particular 
central government department. I occasionally hear from people still there. And also my cousin works in that uh, that particular field right now. And he he's really uh, got a good idea of what's going on. And he's uh, very concerned. I had my second jab yesterday, by the way. I had no adverse reaction. Nice. So, yeah, so you're all... Uh, although I think... Yeah, I might have taken it too far today, though, because I went to the cafe determined to get some work done this afternoon. And like like uh, up in the Midlands, the weather down here has been atrocious this week. I've, for the first time, I've been having coffee in the rain. I've been getting my paperwork wet. And today, it was really packed, so it was a mistake to go on a Friday. I'm already outdoors in the cafe, which mm. I don't like. Smokers everywhere, which I touched on earlier. Um, two guys next to me on another table, you know, maybe a meter away for starting you're thinking well this is really putting the double jab to the test yeah hey you know monica if you're around you're listening still give us a a one or a thumbs up or give us an emoji in the chat because i want to get you when you say the thumbs up do you mean do you mean a prostate check no we don't want to know the glove love the glove give us an emoji (laughs) in the chat let us know that you're here so i can play your songs i know you got the little man with you i don't want you to be going off and and uh, miss your song for a second. Last week it was, it, okay, great. It was it was Daniel that we didn't play a song because he said you weren't listening, and it turns out you were. Well, she had to. All she had to do was confirm that she was listening before uh, the show. She didn't say it like that. You know, <laughs> I don't blame her. You know, you say you were going to play it. I was all queued up to play, and then you didn't play, and then you know. There you have it. Didn't happen. So I'm doing uh, "Sweet Child of Mine," aren't I? That's that's the one we're going with. Mm. That's a great tune, by the way. I love that. That's probably one of my favorite Guns N' Roses. So I think that my that would be, yeah, that would be in my top five. I got Sweet Child of Mine would be there. November Rain would be the other one. Uh, Don't Don't You Cry uh, would be another one. Um, did a, didn't they do a Beatles cover, uh, cover, or a Paul McCartney cover? What was the song? Yeah, the Live and Let Die didn't, one, didn't they? Yeah, it was yeah. better than the original. I liked that one. I liked it a bit, that, that song as well. So, yeah, okay, here we go. So, Sweet Child of Mine, Guns and Roses, great. So, this is a nice bar tune, you know, back in the days when this was in its at its height. You're just kind of in the bar, come on, jamming, love it. Um, here we go. I've got time to make a coffee, haven't I? This is about a three or four minute song, I think. Yeah, you got time for a coffee. You got time, buddy. You got time, time. man. You got time. All right, Monica, here you go, sweet child of mine. Oh, yeah, man, love it. Oh, look, 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 look. Check it. Come on in. Uh, Daniel likes to see my delivery of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Son of Clay Lowe. There he is, the mystery man. The Charlie's Angels routine, the hand creeping behind the door is over. (laughs) Absolutely. And and you can blame Monica because she egged me on. She just said, where's the corona in the chat? Uh, yeah. So yeah. nice to see your son there, although he will be contributing to your slurring <laughs> from now on. There you go, man. Thanks. Thanks Monica, you know for reminding me Clay, about that. Yeah. I, I think Monica might be getting stuck in this country uh, for, for a bit going by the news tonight. Oh, really? What happened? What's going on? Yeah, well, um, Bolton and Darwin. Where's Darwin? I guess it's somewhere in Lancashire. They're having problems there with this Indian variant, and uh, yeah, it's not it's not good news tonight. Uh, I'm glad I've got my two jabs, but uh, I suspect we're all going to be needing boosters as well. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, yes, Monica, I know. No lime. I don't think we. I, I got some rotten lime in the refrigerator, which is not good. Um, and so, yes, I'm just going to have to 
I'm going to have to drink it unrefined, I think, uh, tonight. So, how long? Hey, what's going on? What's going on with your son's um, dating? Has he? Because we've got Hatman is dating, so we've got the yeah. two different age groups, haven't we? What's the younger man doing? Because he he had three dates, didn't he, with the same girl? He got yeah, from Zoom. I, 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 I'm not sure. Else. I didn't ask tonight if if they got something going on this weekend. I think he's down in Cheltenham. He's going to be going to see some of his uni boys uh, this weekend. So he probably isn't seeing her this weekend. So I don't know. I didn't even ask, man. Didn't have didn't have time for all that. <laughs> Not tonight. <laughs> it's all about you, isn't it? <laughs> it's all about me. Yeah, absolutely. I was I was working right up until tea tonight, um, getting some stuff ready for the well, some of the stuff for the show, but also some stuff on the sort of uh, website. But now you guys got me thinking about this merchandise and our t-shirts because I definitely want to. I got an account with Spreadshirt. I'm gonna have to make this love the glove. And we don't have a logo for our try all you want, do we? We need something so I can make a try all you want shirt so we can sport our show colors. You know that'd be good. And cheers, we've got, Monica. We've got. Um, Hatman's Instagram post from two or three weeks ago before he went missing. Um, the Viking hat with the caption Viking horn. I, I'm not sure whether that will would sell well. Possible, possible idea for the merch. Well, a Viking hat. He, the Viking hat, but with the caption Viking horn. That was the last Instagram activity from Hatman. Uh, but I think for Hatman, we got to get him one of his sort of shirtless things and get him to sign some posters and. We can be his digital pimp. Let's be the digital pimp for... That could be another well, one of you our... Are, you are the digital pimp. Yeah, well, let's be digital pimp for uh, Hatman as well. I'm trying to pimp you out, but unsuccessfully so far. And if there was no pandemic, we could all be down in London hanging out. I would come down so we I could, could be see... We could be doing this live. We could, well, we could do it live. live. I could see in some bar. Monica for real, and then a country fellow, fellow countrywoman. And uh, you know, make fun of you. That would be that would be nice. That would be good. So I could I could not be outnumbered. You know, I'd yeah. like. I haven't seen you in person since we've become this familiar with each other. As I've said, you've become yeah, a very important figure in my life, yet, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. familiar, familiar. We, we, you know, well, I guess we have years. been talking about growings and stuff, and I've been using bad well, no, language. You've mainly been talking about so that. that. You've <laughs> taken me down there this evening, I suppose. <laughs> that that means that we're getting close, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, what What are you drinking tonight, Monica? You You've got some something that you have. You said she's in London down there. Were you in London? Yeah. She's in East London. East London is that real? Is that not real London? East London. Well, you no, say it, you say London, it like it's, it's not like, South London. You're saying it like it's, it's, she's in East London. The thing London. is, Clay, <laughs> you were insinuating she's down there with you as if I was breaking my bubble. I'm not like you. I, you know, I follow the bubble. No, do you you've follow been breaking the bubble? The bubble. No, we're just creative the with the bubble. We're create. We have creative bubbles because you know I'm a creative. So we creatively yeah, use the bubbles. You're a bubbler. A bubbler. <laughs> I'm a I'm a creative use of the bubbler. You know, we do the sleight of hands and and uh, yeah, we we you know we we're yeah no, we got it on. We got it going on here. <laughs> I think anyway. Who knows? But yes, um, where are we? On this Friday night, what are you drinking there? I'm drinking coffee, decaf. Coffee. What What's the point of decaf coffee? Tell me, please. 
Uh, well, just trying just to delay like the, the heart attack. No, no, I certainly don't like the taste. It took me about two months to get used to the taste of decaf. But I was just drinking so much coffee. I started drinking coffee in the evenings for the first time in about 20 years. I thought I'd better get on the decaf. Better get on the decaf. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't dig on the old uh, um, decaf. I guess if you like the taste, if you're into the taste of coffee and you want to have coffee without the sort of caffeine, then maybe I can get it. But it's just not something um, that, uh, yeah, it just, it's one of those things that doesn't well, make a whole lot of sense to me. And I was well, going to be gone down gone down my dad's route. My dad used to drink about 30 cups a day, 30 glasses a day rather. And I was getting, I was getting to those numbers. So right. I thought, got to go decaf. So now listen here, what's one of your guilty pleasures? What's the guilty pleasure of, of Mr. Ruiz? God, that's a good question. I think I'd have to. You need to think? <laughs> yeah, I'd have to think. I'm I not have sure to think many. about it. You don't, you don't think, yeah, you must have some guilty pleasures, I'm sure. Well, I've got my Star Wars Football League, which has been going on yeah, since okay. 1982. That's just geek stuff, that is. Mm. That's just geek fest to the max. The league title decider is tonight after this show. Is it? See, uh, well, see, yeah, I, yeah. again, I, I keep making you cool it's by saying you're away a geek, X-wing. but you're a nerd, you're not a geek. You're... What's the difference between a nerd and a geek? Well, the nerds are generally socially awkward, aren't they? They're socially awkward can't fit in with normal people and so that's, that's you that's you <laughs> and geek is chic now isn't it geek you just have an obsession about a particular thing whether it's a tech thing or whether it's a gaming or you're too old to be a geek you nah, know you're, you're, like, nah. you're like one of these you're like one of these middle-aged millennials who now listen listen no, no, stop, stop. when just they're nearly 40 listen stop it you keep saying millennials but i read an article today because people just lump all young people as millennials. but They do it to themselves. Yeah, but listen, this article was pointing out the fact that millennials are now, they're, in fact, they were writing about a millennial who's a grandmother now. So they're yeah. not that young anymore. So when people no. keep throwing around millennials. Yeah, they're, they, they're, it's, it's all Generation Z and stuff like now. Yeah, these, uh, is it Z and something else? What's the other one that they're calling them? God knows. Yeah, what the hell is the other one? I know it's Generation Z is one, but there's something else. I can't. It'll come to me, maybe. But yeah, so these millennials, you know, they they're not, you know, they're not so not so young anymore. Um, so yeah, we 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 got to move got to move past that. But what I, what's really interesting is what's happened to us, Generation X, the lost generation, is what we are. You know, we kind of got sidestepped. Millennials came in and took over everything. Baby boomers are still kicking around, hogging the limelight. And then we hogging just Hogging the got, money, I think you mean. Well, hogging the money, still hogging the power. And in the States, they were saying that our Generation X is going to be likely to be the only generation not to have a serving president. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what happened to Generation X. Is, is, oh, I hadn't heard that. That's interesting. Yeah. Is uh, Monica in the Generation X category? Is she in there with us? That's us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think she's one of us. Yeah, she's one of us. One of us. One of us. And how long is Monica in London? Well, um, looking at the Indian variant news, I think it could be longer than the two weeks she's originally here for. Okay, it's meant to be two weeks, but might get trapped here. That's happened. That's yeah. what happened to me. You'd be like me. I came here. I was only supposed to be here for six months. Do you know that, dude? Six months is 
how long I was supposed to be here. And it's, but I thought you came here with your wife. So what? But you it was said still, to her, look, no, we've got still, six months. It was just a, a six-month thing, a six-month contract that I was coming here for, and six months, and it's now 20-some-odd years later and I'm still here. That might happen Can you see yourself going back to the States ever nah. since? Back in the States. I've been here too long. I've been gone too long, man. So, no. Baxi says, uh, Generation X grafters unite. Absolutely, man. That looks like another T-shirt for us. Oh, look, there's all the T-shirt yeah, ideas going on tonight, man. Dang. Yeah. Got to write that one down. Gen X unite, baby. I like it. So, any football scores from Baxi? He's our sports reporter. What's going on, Baxi? Yeah, in the world German Bundesliga. It might, I don't know if it's finished now. I know the German Cup final was yesterday or the day before. Well, he, see what, he, uh, he's our, our roving uh, sports reporter. What's going on in the world of sports? Give us uh, an update in the chat. Or you're welcome to call in if you want as well and give us our sports uh, report. I'm if anyone good. has any techniques they can advise us on for future prostate checks, also just stick them in the box. Is there something we can do? Is If we raise our knees to a certain height, is it less likely? Is, is it likely to be less painful? What are you, you know, saying? should we submit? Should we submit to the glove? Oh, submitting to the you know? glove. You're still on the glove. What's going on with you, man? Because you just had the I glove done. That. Is um, that right? I've, I've had the glove done probably more recently than you, but I hope you're not done with the glove. No, nah, I guess we're, we're supposed to never be done with the glove, are we? Mm. Mm. As long as I don't got to go to that, I guess, I guess that's it. The glove is a, I, it's like our smear test, isn't it? Yeah. It's our smear test. It's the smear test for men. Yeah, I got to sign myself up for the glove. Now that we're talking about all this glove love. <laughs> it's about that time. Time for the glove. Oh, no. Hey, come on, Baxi. What is that? What am I supposed to do with that? Kind foosball hooter. What's that? Is it tomorrow? Is that what that says? Huta, is We've that today? Four numbers tonight, haven't we? What are we doing about, uh, we're, we're going, we're switching to Thursday from next week for a bit. Are we? Is it next Thursday? Yeah, yeah. I think you 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 said three more Fridays, and oh, do we got to give up our, our Friday slot? Dang! I'll be looking forward to it. Trying oh, a different night. It's a, Look at it's these a, numbers. We can't be doing. We can't be doing this at this the weekend. Was, it was nice. It's a nice way to to wind down. Now you can. Now you. Now you're going to get me when I'm grumpy. It's going to be Thursday. I'll be all tired from work. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, god damn. So yes, we you, can... all I see, all I see from you is just broadcasting. You, I know. You're doing very little corporate <laughs> stuff. All you're doing is shows. Yeah, well, that's just become my life, man. Social social radio has just become my life. I've just been being on here. Oh no, we can't do next Thursday. Oh wait, we might be oh, able to. Please don't tell be. me that, man. Please don't tell me. Well, that. I gotta. I have to. Um, I have to I'm, check. I'm, I'm rapidly running out of Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> you told me at the end of April, you, you just three more Fridays, and that's kept me going. I You're know, I know, me. I know, but I've got to check. I've that. given it's you myself book. when I had the virus. I've given you everything I have. You know, he's <laughs> given it everything. I have to when the next song comes on. I got to check to make sure I was I haven't been double booked. So maybe, maybe not. This might be your last Friday. You might have one more. Right, uh, <laughs> but listen, dude, you don't do anything anyway. For one thing, I do. I would You're be. I'll tell you what, I'd be doing that... now. I'd be playing. I'd be playing Star Wars football, exactly. and I'd have the football I'm on in the background. Trying to save you from no. Look, the I'm, sad I'm always struggling to get here on time for Friday. I've got the evening run. I'm well, running. Thursday's not going to be uncle. any different. 
Because you do. Thursday, I don't run on Thursdays. Yeah, but you have Monday, you, Wednesdays, Fridays. You've got no family. You got no girl. You got you got nothing, man. Come on. And so here I am, still surviving. I'm okay. Exactly. I'm okay. But you I'm trying to you don't save need to you. Marry. This is a different way of living. <laughs> I'm trying to save you from you know your no. yourself. I could be reading a book instead. Nah. Look, instead we've got you're eleven. Here. Instead of you're here, listeners. listen, no, two listen. Of them are, two of them are us. No, listen, what you're here with, you're here with Baxi, you're here with the Hat Man, you're here with Monica. Hat Man's going to get a cut of these T-shirts. And There's you're another one. Here, Always check the prostate. <laughs> and you're here with me. That's how you should look at this. Don't you be yeah, looking at and anything I can be else. Here, I can be here with you on a Thursday. You, 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 can't, you can't get another Friday out of me without <laughs> us trying Thursday. So whoever you double booked with, they're going to have to go on the Friday. I'm sure well, you probably launch another Friday show, knowing you. Unless we do a three-way, that'd be the only way out of it. But yes. Yeah. All right, time for another tune here. Bank jobs. Dirty bugger. Swollen members. Since we've been talking about prostate. <laughs> just, just play the song. <laughs> we've been talking about that area. The old corona. The old uh, corona's so, taking effect. All right, here we what's, what's going on in the chat here? we got Gen X. Gen X, check your prostate. we got love the glove. Always check the prostate. Uh, no football. Oh, no football today. That's what, thanks for the translation. So no football today. Um, okay, great. Here we go. Swollen member, bank job. All right, little swollen members. Bank job. So one of the things that I was, was going to... was a short song. Yeah, it, it was, was a short song. song. Yeah, it was. Um, I wanted to... I know Hatman's just saying he's getting ready to um, dip out, so he may be gone, but I was... I was meaning to ask him about why the need to make his handles all caps. And you talk about me, you know, being Mr. Eagle Man. If you look in our mixed cloud thing, because he's got it all in caps and so long, he just dominates the... Uh, the 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 chat with that and he does it the same thing on twitter i think his twitter handles all caps and that long what is that what is that about yours isn't caps though is it i don't think so it's no, not it's big not. like that no it's not like that this is just huge it's like and it takes up the whole thing the whole of the almost goes all the way across that that sort of frame I don't know. He'll have to answer. He'll have to answer for that. Um, that bit. I just sent out a a, a text to find out <laughs> when my other my other show next week is. Make sure it doesn't clash with this one. I don't remember if it was Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember. There's so many going on. I cannot remember, man. So listen, what um, what? Uh, so are you going back into whole defilade now? That this new variant and all this sort of stuff's going, even though you well, got I've your got two jabs. I've, I've got my double jabs. I've got uh, got a friend tomorrow who's invited me to see his new place down the road. Unless I hear otherwise, I'll be going to that. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just trying to be a bit more relaxed about things but it is weird like today as i say i was really hemmed in by all these guys and you had the smoking thing going on and people aren't wearing masks of course i was outdoors i wasn't wearing my mask either you know i'm just trying to do normal things but i mean they've been saying um in the last week or so that that whole guidance of working from home they're going to try and do away with that from the middle of june but i don't see how they can do that when you've got these variants on the loose yeah, 21st you know, of June, everything's supposed to go back to normal yeah, work-wise, isn't it? Can you see that? Well, not if they're now starting to talk about our numbers going up and threatening another lockdown. I'm not, I'm, you mm. know, I'm not so sure. 
Um, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Because I, I think, well, I've always been reluctant to go into an office regardless of a pandemic, but there will be a lot of people who will not want to go back to that. So they want to come out of the pandemic, but they don't want to go back to the life they had before the pandemic. There's almost been some relief from that, hasn't there? Well, no, I, I lived through it. I told you, I, did I, I guess I didn't do it on, on the show today. Was it, when did I go in? It would have been, now we did talk about this last week, didn't we? Or maybe we didn't, I don't know. Anyway, so, because I went into um, into the office building on on last, was last week. But it was an interesting thing to get. So, a couple of things. One, it was, you have to think about what to wear. So, I had to have that conversation with myself. So, what am I going to wear? It doesn't need to be ironed. So, I had to go through that whole sort of bit. Then you got to account for travel time and traffic and all of that so then that became you know part of the um, you know the conversation of of getting ready and then you know when i look at it when you look at it you lose an easy hour hour and a half of just getting ready to go to work whereas now i've got that hour and a half to do my own thing and my stuff because all i need to do is come here to to start work so there was some of that and then going into the building, there's, you know, you haven't seen these people for a year. I was talking to somebody else that they had done the same. They've only, they haven't seen people for a year. And of course, you, that means you can't do the high five, which was a big part of your act, wasn't it? Well, I can do that. In fact, I almost high fived someone on the, on the uh, high street the other day, a guy I hadn't seen for a while. When we both went to go and then we realized, oh, no, we can't do that, can we? Not yet anyway. Um, so it was, yeah, so there's a strange kind of anxiety about going in. And then it makes you think, well, actually, if you're coming in and you're going to do the same thing inside of that building that you're doing at home, then what's the point of given up two hours to get ready for work to go and sit and do the same thing that you've been doing for a year in your own space so yes i think a lot of people won't want to come back uh, i know there's a big push back from people who don't want to go and then they for the moment they can play the they still don't feel safe card um, but as you say i think even the government and lots of businesses are pushing to pull that uh, from well, under the rug. It, it's given us the opportunity to step away from the hamster wheel to come off it, hasn't it? Who well, wants to come back on that? I don't know. That it's, but it's a pandemic that's given us that. I think it's given us uh, not get off the hamster wheel because the hamster wheel is still a hamster wheel. You're still getting up and going to work. <laughs> it's given you an opportunity not to have to lose two hours, go, you know, two hours. Uh, going to, to getting ready for work if i just say on average you know an hour both ways and some people will be a lot more than that so you you gained time didn't you time that you didn't have to spend with the commuting business um so you're going to be losing that and you know the getting ready and the prep and thinking about if you're going to make your lunch you're going to buy your lunch all that kind of stuff you just didn't have to do that for a year so that's been that has been a relief that bit I like that. Definitely. At the same time, utility bills, people working from home, you're using all that electricity. Yeah. So. And you don't, and the change of scenery is not going away. So I work on this machine, I play on this machine. So all, so yeah, so it's like, it's, yeah, that that's the other, the downside, I suppose, on that end. And if you're like you and you're just a hermit and you live alone, do you not actually see any people except for digitally? <laughs> so, yeah, anyway. 
So <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's just it's, it's it's how it is. So, do you got my um? Do you got my script yet? I haven't. No, I'm working on a book proposal at the minute. Uh, mm. Hopefully, that'll give me some focus. I'm quite excited about that. In fact, I think the. I think that's why I've been feeling a bit better lately. And again, it's always it's always my work that defines me, which is a bit of a problem. It's where I get my energy from. So when the ideas are coming, I feel good. When the ideas aren't coming, I don't feel good. Yeah, I see. So that you're it's part of it forms part of your identity. So Yeah, um, unfortunately. Right. Unfortunately. But um yeah, you gotta, I, you gotta yeah. make the journey, man, of, of separating that out. I I, I had that's that too late of, for that. Too late. No, nah, never that. too late. That's part of the journey. That's yeah, part of that, that's part of the evolution. And my life changed drastic or dramatically when I separated what I did from who I am. When I made that leap to that next level, changed everything. It's worth so let me pursuing. let me just get this right. So you were defined by corporate clay, but corporate clay was thinking, but not I want clay, to be able to talk job. about. I, I want to be able to talk about groins. So I've got to find the split. <laughs> no. So you know, I've got to come out of the corporate stuff. I've got to be a Jekyll and Hyde. No, no, it's just you know, like just any title, like writer or trainer or coach or whatever title mm-hmm. that you have. You know, people say, well, "What do you do?" Well, I'm a writer. So what we do was tied into our identity and it was, and just like you just said there, when your identity is under threat, then you're under threat and your happiness and stuff wanes with that. So uh, when I separated myself from that, uh, yeah, it made a big difference, a huge, huge difference. And I learned I've that. Never in been your, ab- never I, been able to do it. I learned that in your country. That's when I, I, I had my epiphany in Northern Spain. Walking along that Camino. The, the half pilgrimage that you yeah. were coming back to take the corporate job. It was, it was, it was transforming. Imagine if I had done the whole thing. Well, I would have came back a saint, wouldn't I? Mm. <laughs> saint Clay. I like it. I like the sound of that. Yeah, that's good. So when you used to drink, what was your favorite drink? I think we've had this discussion. Have we? I don't remember. Towards, yeah. I liked Aspel's cider. I got a drinking partner in, um, what was it Norfolk I had a drinking partner in Cambridgeshire Norfolk and he was uh, he was a serious drinker he was from Carlisle and yeah just had some very strange evenings with him he was a real character filmmaker good to see him winning awards now actually all right um, I see him on LinkedIn and he's uh, his latest documentary has won awards all over the world um, but I used to drink a lot with him um, I used to like Bailey's. I said that a couple of weeks ago. I liked it because of its consistency and the look reminded me of coffee. Mm. But brandy was probably my favourite. Used to take the edge off a date. And that that wasn't quite what stopped me drinking. But I was starting to use it because I had a lot going on. And particularly at the time that um, I lost my one of my oldest friends um, to cancer, it was actually, he, he'd been on a final holiday to say farewell to his family in the Canaries and he'd come back with a bottle of brandy for me. And I used to drink that after seeing him in hospital. He used to have a glass or two at night and it would make the world seem better. Mm. And it was a nice feeling in your chest. Your chest is feeling hot. But I just thought that's, it's unhealthy. Starting to use it as a, as a bit of a crutch. It's becoming a crutch, yeah. And no, I get that. Mm. I can hang with that. But I miss that. I miss drinking the spirits less. I don't miss beer so much because it leaves you bloated. 
yeah. the, uh, the, the spirits. There's also something quite masculine about drinking spirits. You know, I read a lot of Victorian fiction. You've got these gentlemen in their old clubs and they're having cigars and a, a glass of brandy or whiskey, undiluted, bit of ice maybe, bit of water, but none of this Coke business in there. No, you can't eight. have Coke in your you know, whiskey, man. No. No, I'm not into no, that. That's not a serious drinker. No. But, but here's the thing, Clay. You got me thinking, and I do think about this. Um, working on the basis that reincarnation may not be a thing, am I prepared to see out the end of my life without ever again tasting brandy? I don't know. You know it's a big question. It's a that is one. a big question, dude. If, as long, if you had a problem, then I would say yes, and if you were an alcoholic. A, yeah, no, I never. I was quite lucky because I was lucky because I couldn't drink. My dad had the same thing. He didn't have the constitution to handle alcohol. The most I could have was was two pints of lager. If I had a third one, I knew I wasn't sleeping that night, you know. Knew I wasn't sleeping that night. Uh, These guys who can have eight or nine, ten pints, I mean, they're absolute animals. How can you do that? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, they're beasts, those guys. What's the difference between American, uh, American beer and UK beer? Well, you're... Our beer is your lager, what you would call a lager, isn't it? Lager, so, lager. Yeah, lager, lager. That's what we call a, that's our beer. Which our beer is a different kind of hops and less, less, less carbonated as well, your beer. And I like both. I, I like beer. I like lager. I like dark sort of Guinness type stuff. Oh, um, I love, I love the stout stuff. Mm, so yeah, but I was a huge beer drinker for quite a number of years um but like you i don't like to drink a lot of it beer because it gets you all bloated doesn't it and then and whiskey they've got they've got non, non-alcohol lager but they don't have any non-alcohol stout because if they did i'd certainly have some but it will it, you know you'd be putting on the pounds with stout wouldn't you mm, yeah, yeah yeah but yeah whiskey from the from the hard liquor side is my would be my drink of choice uh whiskey like a bit of rum only recently just got into vodka, but I don't drink it that often. I'm, uh, just give me a whiskey, something nice and simple. Um, vodka, and I think, was the one was the one spirit that I had to dilute. I just didn't like the taste of vodka. It just tasted, it had the kind of chemical taste to it. Medicine-y. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I, want to, I do want to get out this weekend. I'm hoping that the weather makes a little bit of a change for me, man, because... Uh, We've been cooped up too long, dude. Got to get out. Got to get out and break something. So if you want to break something, do you ever get in those moves where you just want to break stuff? Like Leroy from Fame, just trash that room. Yeah, just break stuff. I mean, like, you know, just, I don't know. Uh, We should play that song. Was it, who is it? Uh, Is it Limp Biscuit? Just one of those things. You need to play that song that you played years ago on your old musical journey show. Um, I think it might have been from that famous war film. I can't remember the one from the eighties. I forgot the name of what, it. Platoon? No, the one where it's got that notorious drill sergeant. Oh, what is the song? And you played a great song, and it, I think it's going hard work, hard work. Okay, hard yeah. Work. <laughs> That's oh, a so brilliant I played, song. Did I play the theme song you from it. the, the unit? That's the first time it might have been the unit, yeah. Yeah, because uh, cause I was a good song. I'd like to hear that tonight. That was an epic song. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it because that was a hard one to find for some reason. Um, but I'll see if, if I can find it during this next tune we're going to play. So, but this song, uh, Brand E, John 
Oh, yes. Say the last Red name. Hot Chili Frusciante. Okay. The Red Hot Chili Peppers guitarist doing a bit of electronica. Doing a little bit of his own thing, huh? Doing like yeah, you do. you won't like this. <laughs> now, listen, I, I, unlike you, I actually care about the music, so I've actually already listened to the playlist, so I know exactly oh, what it of, sounds like. A bit of vetting, a <laughs> bit of vetting. <laughs> what? Vetting? A bit of vetting. Not vetting. Vetting. No, I'm not vetting. Vetting the music. Vetting no. the music. I get into the mood. I gotta listen to see what the vibe of the tracks are gonna be like and then I rearrange them to make sure we got that they kind of work together. I'm gonna try and remove the songs from the playlist tonight that we've already played, otherwise I'll forget. Yeah, do that because I've got to do the I'll show just... notes as well for you as well. I'll, otherwise I'll I'll play them well, but here we go, Brandy. <laughs> All right. That's that's good. It sounds like the kind of music that you should be making in your apartment there in your flat. I can see yeah, it just on the yeah. synth, just... Mm, standing up, though, so I don't look yeah. like I've had some road accident. Yeah, absolutely. I could yeah. just see you doing your thing uh, in the synth. Let me just check something here while you're there. Yeah, okay, I, I did I'm find re- it. I've just removed that from my um, from my playlist. There yeah. we go, which has now been renamed May 21. Oh, good man. Now send me a link in our WhatsApp group. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Just in the just, link. He wants. He wants. He wants everything. Yeah, gotta have it all, he man. You gotta have it all. <laughs> Got to have it all. So what's uh, what's been on the tube for you? What you've been watching and or reading? What have you been up to uh, on the cultural oh, side? I'm reading. No, I'm reading this um, book by J.S. Barnes. I can't say the first name because, as you know. I don't like saying the name of Bram Stoker's immortal creation. Nice. Not the original vampire, but the vampire. And it's the name of Bram Stoker's creation. And the second word is child. It's by an author called J.S. Barnes. Uh, the first, I'm, a, I'm now on the final 40, 50 pages. The first 300, 350 pages, absolutely magnificent. And then it's kind of maybe gone down a, a kind of, sci-fi stroke fantasy route that I really don't like but it's still been a brilliant novel and I like it because it's written in the form of letters and monographs and telegrams which I think is such a clever idea and I think it's one of the things that elevated Bram Stoker's book to the level it's rightly held at because it wasn't necessarily the best prose but the style of it to write it in the form of letters is very overlooked you know a very overlooked Mm. aspect about that novel you know, nice one. it's so creepy, so creepy. Yeah, do you not get scared in your in your flat? No, it's a weird thing because I'll tell you one thing, and I spoke about this on my show at Christmas. It was a really strange thing. I'm a big, um, one of the things you said a few weeks ago was maybe we could do this on a Sunday night. Sunday nights for the last five years, I, I love listening to live radio, and my favourite radio show is... Um, a show about mysteries, three-hour show on a Sunday night. I always have to listen to it live. Whenever I've been out on a Sunday pre-pandemic, I would actually take a little transistor radio with me to listen to that show so I didn't miss it. But I don't really get crept out now, which is really weird because normally I was always the kind of guy who would have to sleep with his head under the covers. But I don't know if you know the D.B. Cooper story, probably one of the biggest two or three top mysteries ever, and it's a chilling mystery. The only skyjacking in the States when there were many in the 70s, the only skyjacker to pull it off and he parachuted out of a, of a plane 
you know, with $200,000 and they were certain that he was a military guy because he knew what height he could jump from and how much weight he could carry money-wise. And he pulled it off, never been found. And suddenly there was this one night where on this particular show they had an author on because you can find the documentary on the iPlayer, the D.B. Cooper documentary. It's a chilling story. And they were talking about potential suspects, some of whom have died, some of whom um, are still alive. And I don't know what it was because I, I was familiar with the mystery, but for some reason the fact that they were talking about suspects and some of them were really unsettling types, I found it the most chilling piece of radio I'd heard in a long time. I was so troubled that night with my sleep and I thought, what's going on? I've been living on my own for two years. Why am I suddenly scared to be, you know, in the dark? It was just, it had really unsettled me. It's such a creepy story Mm. and it would, it elevated it to one of my top two or three mysteries of all time. I dig it. I think when I watched... Watch, like, watch the documentary on the iPlayer, Storyville documentary. Storyville. All right, I have to check that out. I think the, what are you um, watching at the moment? Um, I'm watching Shadow and Bone on Netflix, which I think is based off of a uh, a novel. It's kind of the Netflix... Well, I wouldn't say it's a... It was not. I won't even say that. Yeah, Shadow, Shadow and Bone, which is, uh, which is, yeah, it's, 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 it was a little bit slow going to begin with, but now it's starting to heat up. Um, and it's quite, the period's quite strange in the sense that it's kind of cowboy and magic mixed together. And I remember Daniel Craig did one like that, didn't he? Where it was like aliens and, Cowboys. In fact, that was the name of it, Alien and Cowboys. This doesn't have aliens in it, but it's it's like magic. So there's and there's, but there's also cowboys. So the period is quite funny. I don't think it's it's not meant. It's not. It doesn't take place in our world. World, um, but interesting, interesting concept. Um, hey, how easy is it or difficult is it for you to find something to watch on Netflix? Because I just find it very difficult to it's find not very, the good stuff not, on there. It's not user friendly, is it? It's not. Uh, mm. Neither is Amazon well. Prime, is it? No, but it's a, I think Amazon Prime is a tiny bit better, but it still um, leaves a little bit to, to be desired in terms of. Um, you know, finding stuff, I think. And yeah, I, we always struggle with that as well. In terms of, yeah, we want to go find something, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so that was good. And, and I finished that Korean sci-fi one. That was good. I like that one. The, uh, how many parts was that? How many? How many parts? How many episodes? Uh, eight, I believe. There was eight. And there would be a second series. That was uh, uh, Sweet Home. Korean thing. It was, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I enjoyed that one anyway. Um, Do you find it difficult to agree to watch the same thing with your wife? Can you, no, we watch. Do you both have different tastes? Yeah, the only, so, so our main tastes are the same. And then I watch my, like, anime. She doesn't watch anime. So I'm on season four of that Attack on Titans. Um, and there's probably, there's probably most. I would say ninety percent of the stuff we watch the same stuff. Like, and I don't like really, really um, soppy, soppy, soppy things. I think, but she doesn't actually watch that many of those either. So I say ninety percent. I'd say there's a ninety percent overlap, and then we each have our 
um, separate little things that we watch. I probably have more of those little pieces. Like I like I like the uh, superhero stuff, the Marvel Universe on Netflix or th- now I on Disney. I thought Daredevil. Oh, I thought Daredevil was superb, especially yeah. the first series. Who's the guy and played? The is it Vi- Vincent? Dion Frio, the guy who played the Kingpin. I'm not sure I've said his name right, but yeah. he was magnificent. He's he was such a, a great from, actor. He was Pyle, who's private Pyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what an actor that guy is. Yeah, no, that's good. And, and and the fight scenes in Daredevil were just incredible. It was, I actually preferred it when he had his original costume, you know, just the balaclava. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah absolutely. And, and the bandana around the eyes. Just a brilliant, brilliant series. I, I really disappointed that they cancelled that. Yeah, they did. They didn't cancel, cancel necessarily. It's because everything's going back to Disney now, isn't it? So Disney didn't renew the rights for Netflix to to continue with it. So, um, okay. yeah. So, so it was kind of kind of a power play on that one, isn't it? So because Disney the fight was scenes a, were were outstanding in Daredevil. Yeah, no, I dig that. I think Daredevil I liked, and I liked um, the Punisher in that series. I thought the, those two were probably the best. Power Man and Iron Fist, which was I was a huge comic book fan of them when I was a kid, but I didn't think... Well, it's it, very 70s, though, isn't it? But. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't do... I don't think they... Well, Luke Cage was okay. I did like Luke Cage. Uh, but them together, Power Man and Iron Fist, when they were together on their piece, I wasn't, didn't think it was the best one. I'll tell you what I think would work really well as a TV series like Daredevil is Batman. And I'm not talking about the whatever, Gotham. I'm talking about actually as the Batman, once he is the Batman, rather mm. than just films. I always thought it would work really, really well. Because so they did good with the dark. Titans, the uh, Teen Titans. That, I, I couldn't get into that. Is that worth watching? Teen Titans, yeah, I like that one. I, I was hoping they'd bring some more out, but I'm not I'm not sure what's when the next... Uh, series is coming out i thought that was good because again it was very like robin's very dark in that movie he's mm. or in that series he's a you can't you know it's one of those ones we don't is he good or bad you don't really know but it's he's very dark um it gets a little bit less dark but he's a very dark character i think if you and i were superheroes that. you'd probably be the cheeser end of the superheroes the fan friendly guy you know like power fist or whatever that's called i'd be the dark guy with you know the, the lots of gravity no, you'd be, i would be the batman and you'd be the robin the, what about <laughs> look at the writing behind this series look at this guy and then here's the joker on the left the american guy no. you know, i wouldn't watch that first you'd be the side got nothing dude. better to do no <laughs> You'd be the sidekick. Just that would just be your role. I think you you'd be the huge personality who got killed off two or three episodes <laughs> in, and then my character would be allowed the time to breathe and grow. And no, you know. heck no. I think I found your song. So let's get this on, and then we got another tune, and then we'll get ready to call it a day. I know another, you, another another. Tune. I know you turn we into a pumpkin um, after a bit. So I think you this is spend the some time with your family, Clay Low. You can't be doing a show every night. Oh. Who, who are you hiding from? What do you, what what do you fear? It's the weekday. It's the weekend. Is I don't do any shows on the weekend, but sometimes I do Sunday nights. But that's another, that's when I'm getting ready for uh, the week. Um, here we go. Allow, the unit. allow others time to shine. Never. All right, Wolf Alice, smile. And before that was fired up, Robert Duncan from the TV series The Unit, which I loved until it went crazy and then it went 
got canceled off the air, which is a shame. It started out first two seasons really good. Then they must have ran out of stuff to write about, and then it got a bit ridiculous. Came the third season. Do you have a song that you used to sing when you guys were on your drills? Oh, yeah, I know all the cadence. I used to be the cadence caller. It was one of my favorite things to do. I was for doing calling cadence from runs and also for marching. So always, uh, Mr. Lowe, get on out of here. I do my thing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know loads. I'll sing them to you one day if you want. <laughs> as long as you don't expect me to be marching. Yeah, you'd have to march, but you can repeat if you want. If you want to get on into yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll, maybe that'll be something for that bucket list I don't really have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. That's going to be, that's next episode. We're going to talk about our bucket list. So bring your bucket list next week. And if you don't have one, make one up now. you got till next oh, week to. I'm going to be struggling. So I've got till next thursday you mean i think to yeah uh, to work out still to be confirmed (laughs) Uh, i'm confirming it now (laughs) still still to be confirmed it's been confirmed (laughs) still to be confirmed we'll try and get some bigger numbers can't be doing the friday business but about friday business what have you got uh planned this weekend let me ask you the question before you ask me well you already told me yours you're going to go see some friends and no, Could just one some... friend. He's just uh, he's moved, so uh, no, just one I'd rather friend. not. Yeah, I'd rather not do much on the Saturday mm. because it's meant to be sloth Saturday. But uh, um, yeah, I'm going to have to do that. Just had a message from a friend who, who, right now, as we're on air, who's saying that uh, this is from the podcast. Uh, she has to start going back to the office two days a week from June the 21st. This is despite this Indian variant new, uh, news. I don't know if that will change. You would imagine it might. So she's got to, so come June 21st, she's got to go back to the yeah, office. Yeah, she's got to go into the office twice a week. And that is a commute. That's a proper commute. Right. Because hour I, there, hour back. I know some May 17th, they've got to go back um, in their bubble day. So they're doing the bubble. So. Only half the work. Who's got to go back to the bubble? Bubble days at work. They have bubble days. Yeah, so only half the workforce is in on a on any given day. So they have like bubble one. Came up with that name, bubble. bubble I have no idea. And then, as you say, then June twenty first, and there's no bubbles, and everything's supposed to be back to normal. Uh, come June the twenty first. Yeah. Do they know? Are Are they aware that your bubbles are quite promiscuous? So they know that my personal bubbles, that household bubbles are, yeah, are quite creative. Lax. Yeah, they're quite creative bubbles we have mm. in the uh, low household. Yeah, no, the, this weekend, it's uh, I think it's a, it's a planning weekend for us. So we're going to plan out um, quite a number of different activities. One, we were, we were needing to flesh out our 30-day challenges. So we're going to brainstorm a bunch of those. We come up with, with a few. And we've got to get that worked out. Got to get some campsites sorted because uh, we're ready to get the old camper out and get going on our camping for this year. When you year. say the old camper, do you mean the caravan or you mean a tent? Uh, well, we've got, but well, we've got a six, seven tents, <laughs> and we've got a trailer tent or a camper, a trailer, a camper, basically, which is what a is ha- that? It's That's a, a caravan. No, it's um, it's a it's a beefed up trailer tent. So basically, it's got. Um, it folds out into a um, self-contained uh, tent. 
So so technically I can pull up, fold it out and not have to peg anything. Whereas a trailer I could never t- have gone out with a girl that was like you, who was just full of activities, you know, she just want to do stuff all the time. It's like, look, we don't need to do anything. We can have one day without doing something, but you just want to do something every day, every, all of the time. It's like, it's calm we, down, well, step back. We don't back. have that many days on earth. So you got to do lots of stuff while you got time. That's my thing. Uh, there can, can't be such a thing as doing too much. You can run out of real run out of time. There's so much stuff to do, and so I've got to do loads so that I can pack it all in before I pack it pack it away. And I get uh, called on to the either completely. Do you believe there's a life after death? I know we're supposed to be ending the show, but you started it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I is it I, the I, end when we die, or is there more? There's something else. I believe, I certainly believe in spirits. I think there's a, there's a very easy explanation for, for ghosts, strokes, spirits. You, you know, within buildings, you can leave an imprint, you know, something Mm. traumatic can leave an imprint on a physical space that can be replayed. Um, but I don't know about the rest. It's interesting because I, I listen to a lot of theology programs and they have this question regularly. It's a difficult one. When you start looking at the universe, the wider universe, you do think if there is a creator, this is quite a stretch to to buy into what we've grown up with. But either way, it's a great story. The, so the, the, the New Testament is an incredible is no story. Death, there is only life. That's back to you. I don't know about that. I question that every day. <laughs> Certainly questioned it whenever I've been in an office. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like it. There is no death. There is only life. Yeah, I'm not sure. So it's, it's one of those things. So here's the thing, and, and we'll, 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 I'll leave you with this to ponder for the weekend. If you Why knew- can't I leave people with something to ponder? Why do you always have to be the ponderer? <laughs> always about you. <laughs> now listen, stop. You're messing me up. Um if you knew absolutely 100% without a shadow of a doubt that this was it, this is only life that you have, would you change the way you approach life or change what you do if you knew absolutely without a doubt that this was it, that you only had this one life? I don't know because I don't think mentally I'm strong enough. It's like, um, you know, if you do CBT, mm. That never worked with me. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that, my mind doesn't work like that. I'm not, it just cannot process that. I can't make those changes, basically. I find it very difficult mentally. There's a hurdle for me. Just on that whole life after death thing, when the, you know, and it's not to bring the show down, I'm just telling a story here. When I was telling you earlier about, you know, having a brandy given to me by my dying friend, the one thing that happened to him that final weekend is he had a vicious bout of hiccups. And about a year later, his sister-in-law went to, I, I always forget the distinctions between a medium, a spiritualist, clever when they may be the same thing, they may not be the same thing. And she started channeling this voice and she was hiccuping violently. Right. When you hear stuff like that, and it was on tape, when you hear stuff like that... <sighs> And she had no idea about your friend. 
no, no, complete stranger. Right. And it's a very specific thing. You know, you might have an idea that someone's passed away, but you wouldn't have a, why would you know that they had these violent hiccups? Yeah. And it really troubled, um, it troubled my uh, deceased friend's brother. It troubled me. It was really odd. But it's also um, years ago, back in 2004, I was approached by a stranger in a supermarket. This I was, I was in Norfolk at the time. I was approached by a stranger in a supermarket and said, um, you don't know me. I've never met you, and I'm sorry if this seems rude, blah, blah, blah. I, I think I've said this on this show. She proceeded to say something that only myself and my very immediate family would have known. Right. I'm not in London. I've never met this person, never met them since. How did they know that? And yeah. I didn't sleep for a week and the light stayed on when I got back to London. <laughs> Seriously. So when you have things like that, you think maybe there is something, but then you look at these stories of these, you know, the wider universe and we're saying, you know, they're, 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 they're certain there'll finally be a disclosure that some American president, every time there's a new American president, they, they say this is going to be the president that confirms aliens are real, that they're here, et cetera, et cetera. That's now, if we're not alone in this it? universe, yeah, but if we're not alone in this universe, then where does the creator fit in? It's very hard to make sense of it isn't it As yeah. they would say that the, the believers would say well this is what tests your faith but it's still quite a stretch ah. yeah, yeah very good all right well ponder that people because we're going to go so, now. so can we just confirm before we sign off that i was the ponderer this week i've, I've put the pondering you out put there the pondering out there yeah i jumped in on your pondering <laughs> you you trumped me with your ponder i'm getting my ponder in no, i got it <laughs> No, awesome. Okay, well, that's fantastic, um, and we'll we'll confirm whether we're on next Friday or next or Thursday or a new day uh, Thursday, or whether we're going to still have one more Friday left in us. We'll confirm that uh, on Twitter and the like. <laughs> no. Do follow the show on Twitter at trial you want underscore. Still only thirteen followers, thirteen viewers tonight. All pretty poor. Um, Clay, do you want to give out the Facebook details, etc.? No, no, I'm done with. No, Facebook. you don't. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebook's finished. You want to communicate with us? You can. Twitter. You told me right. Facebook was the way forward. No, it's done, man. I'm done with it. I'm finished. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I quit. It's all, 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 all Twitter. And you see all the cool things that they're not cool things, but all the different things that um, Twitter's doing, like the tip jar. I know you don't yeah, have yours yet. I don't have that. I, why don't uh, I have that? They're rolling it out slowly, like they do all these things. They don't give it out to everyone. Um, but that's so. But they they are rolling it out. You've got spaces is now fully rolled out for folks. You've got the newsletter that has a paid fun, you know pay for newsletter, but you, they don't charge the creators. Uh, anything but you can uh, do the subscription uh, newsletter what else do they got they've got of course they've got their um, live stream and now back I know they've closed Periscope but now you can just live stream um, straight from Twitter I mean it's just like a, it's like the platform to do all the things you need to do on it so yeah anyway that's that try all you want underscore that's where you can get a hold of all the well and not at soul cruiser that's actually where i hang out at as well and we got at 1607 uh west egg too so that's our individual twitters and you'd live on twitter just as much as i do you're on that thing all the time who me yeah 
I'm not on that thing all the time. I, you know, if I was, I'd have a bigger, bigger uh, follower number. Followers. Do you? I see. Followers. I mean, you're always on there tweeting stuff. No, you? I'm not always on there. Now, if you said I was in 2010 when 40,000 of my current 131,000 tweets were composed, I'd say, yeah, you're right. You have a point. But no, I'm not always on there. I find it very hard to tweet unless it's concerning links for a show. I've got nothing to say. Uh, Keep how it busy can because not have anything to say? Mate, Twitter, you know, I'm not a big social media guy. I'd, I'd, I'd be a much happier person without it. I've told you that. But every time I try to get an agent and, I, you know, I, I went into this pandemic being dumped by my third agent, right. first thing these people ask all the time is, um, what's your social media following? It's bloody tiring. How about how good is my work? Ah, uh, I see. Hmm, well, that's the topic for another day, my friend. Okay, mm. people have a good weekend. Go out, do something great. Stay safe. Don't go passing around any COVIDs or anything like that. Don't go catching any. And don't go clubbing just yet. I seen those people last week all crammed in there doing their, as a part of an experiment in their clubbing business. Hang on, hang out for a little bit longer. Love the glove. Love, uh, the, glove. And love the glove. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>